You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny, and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Hello, Nick Snackers. Yes. And our listeners. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Nick Snacks on 1310 and 103.1. Well, I said that backwards. Uh, KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice here in Midtown Greeley. I've got Alyssa Sanchez, uh, self-proclaimed local hero. Yes. Cat Whisperer. Micah yes. Behind the Glass. And special guest, Michelle Kempema, the executive director of the Colorado Model Railroad Museum. And who always is gracious to bring snacks on Nick's Snacks. Yeah, because when Nick started this show, I thought he kept saying Nick's Snacks, <laughs> which would have been awesome, we in my do, opinion. This is like the third time I think I brought snacks on your show. I, I think, yeah, we've had a couple iterations of that, like comfort food snacks. Yes, we had travel snacks one time. We did have travel Whoa, snacks. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember there was probably the first time we did the snacks review and we put on our favorite, but then it got flagged on Facebook and taken down. <gasps> because we used a product? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, can't even like a product these days. I know. can't even like I'm stuff. pretty sure it was those coconut things that were so good. I think so. I do oh, remember it was Oh, it's because they Hawaii. were called Dang Coconuts. <laughs> Dang. It's her last name, but it's so... Oh, sorry. It is the brand name, and that's probably why they pulled that down. Oh. Huh. I don't know. Mm. No. That's that's not that bad. It's in Maybe the it was something store. I said. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was Micah. It was Micah. Yeah. It, the owner was probably going through and listening and... Wow, no, these a, people are saying a Facebook thing that took it down. Yeah. No, oh. I'm, I'm, they probably listened to face listened to it on Facebook. No, it was like a screen capture. It was just a picture. It was just oh, a just picture. a picture. I'm oh, just okay. trouble. That's the it was. Yes. It was probably some product <laughs> placement or something when you can't have it on a. I don't know. I don't try to follow those meta rules. Yeah. Well, Michelle, thank you so much. It's been so long since we've had you on, and I was going to yeah. ask if you would bring snacks, because we have so much to talk about with the Railroad Museum, with what's going on in your world and life right now, and, um, well, you brought in snacks. I brought and, snacks, but I didn't I didn't bring good radio snacks, because these are really crunchy. <laughs> they are. We can so do we ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, brought, I brought veggie chips, ghost and bat-shaped, for Halloween. Yes. I do like these garden veggies. These, mm-hmm. I think the same company that does the vegetable straws. Yes, yeah. it is. I really like it the is. vegetable and straws. And I like, the, my favorite one was the 4th of July stars they came out with. Those were really good. <gasps> I didn't oh. even see that. But I can't find them now. So we're stuck with bats and, and star these little ghosty things. Well, we are getting it. We are in spooky season. Yes. Yeah. I suppose. This is my go-to salty snack. So semi-healthy-ish. Yes. It's better than French fries. Yeah, exactly. French fries are a potato snack as well, though. They so. are. Just they are. deep fried. <laughs> You're and... laughing because you say potato and vegetable snack Yes, <laughs> on them. <laughs> yeah. With potatoes. I always assumed potatoes were vegetables. Me too. But they're... Yeah. But I guess not. Tubers? Yeah. Tubers. Mm. Root root things. So, right? I don't know. I think we're just getting into semantics because yeah. carrots wouldn't be vegetables. Right. So, I don't and know. And that's just crazy. <laughs> and it, it is. I always bring a complicated snack, so it's okay. <laughs> well, I look forward to digging in, especially something crunchy. Yes. You know. Yeah, we'll do an ASMR later. <laughs> 
people have to. Well, Michelle, you have something exciting going on this weekend. We have the Colorado Grit in town for a homestand. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so everything is pink. You have you have grit coupons in front of us right now. I do. For Breast yeah. Cancer Awareness Weekend. And they made these for us to have at the Colorado Model Railroad Museum. So you can you don't even have to pay to come in or anything. You can just come in and get this coupon and come to the game. And it's $2 off. And then today they released a family promo pack. Family four-pack for, for 20 bucks. four-pack for 20 bucks. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and, and the code for it is RR4PAK. And, uh, and then you get a family four pack for twenty bucks. So, oh, nice. yeah, so I'm we're assuming RR is for railroad. For railroad, yeah. So mm. uh, we put it out on our Facebook under Colorado Model Railroad Museum. So we're actually we're super excited to have the grit downtown, and at the museum, you know, we're really proponents of downtown and just in Greeley things in general. And so we decided this is our hockey team, right? So we're we're really supporting them. We're doing a huge event in February with them. We're going to do Ooh. a whole weekend where it's the weekend of Valentine's. So we're going to make oh. the grit players. Make Make Valentines for people. I think they don't know that yet. Don't tell them that. Yet. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> no uh, so they're coming in. And then the next weekend, we'll be at the game with trains. We were calling it the Grid Express oh. in February, and so we're going to do that. And we'll have we'll bring out all of our trains and our Lego trains and let kids build stuff in the oh lobby. Gosh, and it'll be at, like a railroad themed hockey weekend because you know trains, hockey, yeah, they go together. Yeah, it's like peanut butter and <laughs> exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like it'll be a toot toot. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. (laughs) So so this weekend we're involved because of me. Yes. Uh, Because I have breast cancer. And so I'm currently going through radiation. And so, um, yeah, Nick, you actually were the one that kind of nominated me for this, I think, right? Yeah. I'll take responsibility for it. Yes. So I have the opportunity to drop the puck on Friday night. And I've never done this. I'm a little afraid I'm going to, like, fall. Oh, no. And, you know, I don't know anything about it. So, of course, I called them and I'm like, do I have to wear skates? (laughs) Do I have to wear one of those stripey things and officiate what's going on? She goes, you just have to walk out with Nick. (laughs) So so hopefully I don't have to wear skates, right? No. No. We lay lay carpets down on the ice. It's still really slippery, but... Um, I give you little tips on make sure sure you don't fall on the ice. And, um, and if I do, it'll just be really entertaining. You know, so it'll be okay. I'm You'll still down drop the, the puck. I'll still drop the puck either way. Exactly. <laughs> drop the puck. I'll drop the mic. Yeah, there yes. we go. We'll have the whole dropping ceremony. <laughs> and it'll be the best hockey game ever. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is. And you haven't been doing Grit Game yet, have you, Michelle? I have Michelle? not. So I'm really excited. I like hockey. I went to one Eagles game one time and the people we were with got thrown out and so I didn't get to see the end so I've yet to complete a hockey oh, wow. game. Oh gosh. Well, I'm really excited first for you. The lady went out the wrong door and they wouldn't let her in that was with us so we had oh, to no. all leave. Oh, I oh, was assuming so they were just incredibly violent no, or vulgar. No, she got locked out because I guess you can't re-enter and so then we all had to leave because it was cold and she was dying out there. So. Oh. so I missed the end of my hockey game. Dang. <laughs> Do you even know if they won or lost that night? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> that was a few years back. But the Grit has been a really special addition to, to, to downtown Greeley, but also to northern Colorado. They've been sending their kiddos, their players, to the boys and girls clubs twice a week to help teach ball hockey. You can see them parking in the in the yeah, depot lot around. right across yeah. uh, from the Railroad Museum. And they're just a great bunch of kiddos, and it's really good hockey. Yeah. Really good hockey. We're excited. It's such a good program, you know, and, and they seem like really awesome young people, our future leaders, right, and They're, hockey players. Yeah. Yes. All over. So. I know we've talked about it before, but if, so this weekend, you know, if you, I've been involved with Bob, uh, one of the owners, and Mary, who's the director of Ops, and, you know, hey, well, they wanted to do, you know, kind of hockey fights 
cancer, you know, and mm-hmm. making donations or just raising awareness. I think they're going to have a bunch of pink swag there for the grit, you know, hats and shirts and stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, it's always great to see that, you know, across the, the major league sporting events, but them recreating it down here at this level because, you know, in the NHL, the players will wear pink jerseys and for right. warm-ups, and then they'll get auctioned off or raffled off or donated and um yeah, the Cancer Society or, or things like that. And um, I think yeah. this is a great event. And they gave me a bunch of actual free passes that I took to um, MD Anderson where I'm mm. treated and left them for the other patients. Awesome. And everybody's excited. And I think and, and a bunch of the staff, I think, is coming, too. So good. Oh, that's I think awesome. it's going to be really fun. Well, <laughs> that is my least favorite C word. Uh, and I can actually say that on air, not the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother had breast cancer twice, and she ended up passing away when I was a freshman in high school. Um, but, boy, she was a beast for, you know, kicking its butt once and, yeah. and then a second time. But uh, then Michelle, who was, what, six months ago? Yeah, in- it was June. It's been quite a roller coaster. I just did an annual mammogram. By the way, get your mammogram. If you're listening right now, get your mammogram. Because the difference is chemo, honestly. We found it so early from Mm -hmm. my mammogram that I don't have to do chemotherapy, just radiation. Oh, that's great. Because it didn't get into my lymphatic system, right? So, and modern medicine is amazing. I mean, treating cancer today versus what your grandma dealt with Mm -hmm. is a whole different world. And I can't say it's fun. It is definitely not my favorite. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's not horrible either. And I'm blessed and, and lucky for what. I'm going through. And everyone I see, though, is just wonderful in the process. You well, know? your attitude ever <laughs> since you announced your diagnosis on, on the, diagnosis on the socials um, has been nothing but the normal Michelle. You know, I just think every time the song Here Comes the Sun comes on from the Beatles oh, yeah. in my office, it's, I think, one of your favorite songs. It is. From, I think, our first time we did this probably, what, three summers uh-huh. ago. That was my favorite song, uh, Here Comes the Sun. Every time it pops up, just so you know, I'm, I'm like... I'm thinking of Michelle. But oh, thank you. You've had such a great attitude, and I mean, you're just the. It's been interesting. It's been a journey. Um, I did decide to share it on social media. I had people advising me both ways. You don't put that stuff out there, you know. And but I just think that, well, for one, I'm such an open book. I'd have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting, just the mental ang- the mental anguish that you go through mm-hmm. when you are diagnosed with cancer of any kind, uh, you know, and just. Even me, Miss Sunshine, went through three days of crying and depression, mm-hmm. and it was weird for me. And And I got to talk about it and share that with people and what that was like. And so I think sharing it has helped me and I think helped other people because I, I get all kinds of messages and things from people who are like, I wish I could have said that. That's what I meant when I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been, I don't know, I guess it, I can use this for good, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, and there's, and there's so many of us that have been touched by it too like my grandmother also had breast cancer and she survived which was but it was a it was a horrible fight and it was so hard for her but now i feel like there's so much camaraderie around people who have witnessed or been touched by it right or in touch by it and the family members of Mm -hmm. people like your family deals with it everybody Mm -hmm. around you also goes through it with you Right? Yes, and yes. so it it is a journey, and so I'm just pretty vocal about it and what the journey is really like. And if you have questions, call me at the museum. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so. well, we got one minute left in the segment, okay. but um, you know, it, it's thank you, Michelle, for being on and sharing. And we have so much more yeah. to dive into before the end of the show. Um, but it's you know, 
so important to be open and to talk yeah. about it, to not necessarily put up the walls to kind of break down the barriers. So it's not like we're happy to talk about it, but it's no. more transparent it's and open it's, to have and we're conversation. And just real with it, right? Just be real with it. Well, Americans and humans have always been great at uh, sharing our emotions. Without, <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break with Michelle and Alyssa. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Nick Snacks here in the Aloe Fiber Studios in Midtown Greeley. We're in our, well, it's, what, six months we've been in this building, Micah? Five? Uh, since July, June 10th-ish, officially. My, my, my timing factor is all off. So this is my months. first time in here, though. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're oh. in the... <laughs> yeah. Can we talk poorly about the other place? The dingy, <laughs> no. dark, oh, go ahead. Yeah. moldy... It's our roots. It is. That's where we... And it we, was sketchy parking, like yeah. on the street, like... <laughs> Yeah. Coming at an angle. I will never forget oh the time God. I came speeding in and slamming on my horn when Alyssa was getting out of her car. You scared me so bad. That's It's such a busy intersection that I was like, am I about to be hit by a car? Yeah, it was nope. It was super scary parking. <laughs> just, just Nick. Yep. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that time that uh, person ran into the building and died? I don't remember that. And that's... I do. I got a call uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning and reverse 911. Oh, Wow. Wow. Well, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. On a bright note. <laughs> uh, now I I'm gotta... pointing to you, Nick. Make it positive. <laughs> Bring it home, Nick. <laughs> uh, Colorado Grit this weekend. Um, yes. Looking forward yeah. to the kids being out there. Uh, one thing you know, I was talking to, to Mary about, and I don't think it's enough time to execute it this, this home game, but when they do other kind of recognitions of – you know, fight against Alzheimer's, fights against cancer, fights against, you know, whatever that is, child abuse. Um, so it'd be really neat. And I've seen this done on a on a you know higher level NHL usually. It's where I get a lot of inspiration from the top dogs. <laughs> and it's good that there's no barriers holding a place like Greeley and the Colorado Grit back. But I said, you know, it'd be great if we could invite anyone is who who anyone in who's been afflicted by cancer, loved ones themselves, and with um not a permanent marker, but a dry erase marker, just kind of write a message or their name or whatever and just kind of have that open for you know people to just come in and write that, you know, do a time-lapse video of all that happening. And mm-hmm. it'll wash away when the Zamboni comes on the ice, of course, but just kind of, uh, you know. Oh, you mean they write it on the ice? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That is cool. This, yeah. I don't think that'll happen this weekend. I can do but... it when I fall down. I'll just write real fast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, just ways to get the community involved, like too. That. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's just that way everywhere. With the with the orchestra, when I was the mm-hmm. CEO, there's always this kind of invisible barrier that, oh, we, we can't go on the ice. Oh, we can't go on stage. You know, there are just people, too. And this mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. you know, your space as much as, you know, we're all sharing that together. And yeah. just, um, you don't know, something about I like being that. able to leave a message or, or write something or even just rekindle some of those memories of... The loved ones we've had that have, are not here anymore. Yeah. 
It's a good Absolutely. Idea. But so, Michelle, I was going to ask, you know, I go, has your appetite changed much since you've been going through treatment and radiation? Is it kind of, I have no idea, like a pregnancy where you get weird cravings or? No, well, I think with chemo, you definitely feel sick. Mm-hmm. I can tell you with radiation. So a lot of people don't understand the difference between chemo and radiation. So chemo is when they put like drugs into poison. you, mm-hmm. poison, poison into your body. Radiation is killing all of your cells. So um, I had a tumor, and they cut out with margins around it because you don't want to cut into that, right, because you let all those little cancer cells out. But that doesn't mean there weren't some already out. Mm-hmm. And so what radiation does is kills the whole area. They they pretty much kill my cells every day, and every day my body regenerates. Oh, wow. But by the end of, like, my four weeks, those cancer cells won't be strong enough to regenerate. So I had to cut out every vitamin, every antioxidant, everything wow. I took in my life that strengthens my cells. And like your body has to, so I'm super tired. Everybody's like, why would you be tired in radiation? Because your body is so focused mm-hmm. on creating new cells every day that all of my strength is honestly going right there. Yeah, <laughs> gosh. And so, and so are my brain cells too. Like I'm super forgetful and I think it's just stress, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of stress that you go through. But it's kind of funny. I'm like, yeah, I can't remember anything. <laughs> so I got to write it down. I forgot about this until like two hours ago. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I wrote that down. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Video. Not always the best at- Hey, see you this afternoon, Michelle, or see you tomorrow. Yeah, so radiation makes you tired. It burns your skin. It hurts inside because Mm. you're damaging inside cells. So it's kind of a dull ache, like a headache. Hmm. And so it's different. Um, Appetite-wise, yeah, I'm not super hungry because I'm so tired. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and so I, uh, I moved my appointments to afternoon so I could just go home and sleep. Oh, that's, oh, good. that's smart. Yeah. And so at the beginning, it doesn't bother you. But once you get halfway, like my skin is actually red and tan. It's kind of weird. Oh, wow. Like your whole skin changes. And Interesting. But, when but it's, it's not horrible, but it's not comfortable. Either. Right. And it's oh. different. It's like too. a sunburn. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's journey is different. And mine's not horrible compared to some people. Hmm. When When you're taking radiation treatments, is it very isolated to one spot or is it kind of like a tanning bed where you just kind of roll in and no it's super isolated it's really interesting and i I had them take a picture of me in the chair in the big radiation machine and so i'll put that on facebook probably tonight (laughs) because i had them take a picture i'm like i want a picture of this yeah and so they radiate really intensely at the place where the tumor was and then the whole breast area um, oh, so wow. mine was just one side. So they're just doing one side. But they do it from both directions. So it like angles mm. across your body. And, and it does. And it's only 20. I count it in my head every time. It's like 25 seconds from one side. And then this big machine rotates around you and shoots from the other side like 13 seconds. Hmm. That's for me. And everybody's is different. Oh, and they, wow. have, they have all these math calculations to decide exactly what you need that will kill those cells. Hmm. It's super scientific and math. That's they, so cool. Can they <laughs> gauge that? Like, do the radiation levels start going down over time as they're killing those cells, or do they stay as intense Well, I thought so, but it's been the same every day. And then today when I said, I only have four left, and she goes, oh, on the last three, it changes up, and they do super intense radiation <gasps> oh. on the place where the tumor was. And oh. I went, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's like... And it lasts longer. They told me my worst day is going to be one week after next Monday when I have my last treatment. Hmm. So oh, Why do they say that is? I think because it continues to burn the inside. And especially when they wow. do that intense radiation. Radiation is so weird. It's like, it's not radioactive. I'm not glowing, but it is killing my cells in a way. 
like that. I don't fully understand how it kills them, but hmm. it's like a laser beam and it goes, Zzzz. it's like super sci-fi. Wow. That's crazy. It makes <laughs> you wonder how we got to there. I like, ask a million questions. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and another thing that I thought was super interesting, modern science, you know, I said the tumor, they don't want to ever cut into that tumor. So before the surgery, a few days before, they actually do like a reverse biopsy and they put a radio transmitter in there that is radar. Oh, and wow. so I have this machine that goes beep, 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 but it gets close. And I really wanted to find someone with a radar detector. You remember we used to have those in our cars because I really wanted to try it out because <laughs> I think it would have worked. Oh, my gosh. But modern medicine. And so they use that to make sure they don't get close to the tumor at all Oh, from like a 360 degree. Okay. When they're going yeah, to Yeah. So operate. the surgeon uses that to make sure that they don't cut into that tumor. Wow. Accidentally. So modern medicine's mm. fantastic. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> How, things, things you don't know until you go through I it, know. right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. So how do they, I mean, was there much waiting when you got your diagnosis or were they, all right, here's our plan, let's go? That's, you know, talking about the mental anguish, right? So I went in for my mammogram and I'm just thinking, I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm such a, I'm 50, right? So mm-hmm. I started at 40. I've been the perfect patient. Every year I go in and I got a call back that afternoon. We need to see you tomorrow morning. Right? And so I'm like, oh, well, there's a lot of times you get called back. And probably more often than cancer, you get called back for some sort of like thick tissue in there or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so I'm like, okay. So I went in the next day for an ultrasound. And of course, I'm the curious one. So I'm looking at the screen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I see this black shape that's not round like a cyst and not. It looks like a spider almost. Mm. Like little things. And I'm like, hmm. I have cancer. And so then they call you in for a biopsy the next day because that's just the ultrasound. Then you have to come back the next day and they actually stick a needle in there and pull that out. Then you have to wait for that result to come back. And the whole time, this is what goes through your head. I think I have cancer, but if I tell someone and I don't, Mm -hmm. I feel stupid. Right. So there's this whole mental anguish you put yourself through like – because, you know, you tell your family and then everybody worries and you don't want everybody to worry the whole time either. So you don't tell people. And then mm-hmm. it's it, I don't even know how to describe how mentally anguishing that is. Gosh. So it took a week for me to find out that it's definitely cancer. And I was at Greeley Stampede. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a place to learn that. Well, I'm glad they stampeded the out of you. But <laughs> yeah. we'll get more on your journey and what's coming up at the Colorado Model Railroad Museum and uh, some stuff going on with the stars that Alyssa yes. wants to report on. So stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Michelle Kempema, the executive director of the Colorado Model Railroad Museum, a cancer fighter, a cancer survivor, a cancer kick butter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All those are your official titles. <laughs> I thought you were going to stop at cancer. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> no. And I, I didn't let cancer stop me. Mm-hmm. I went on a trip. 
So I'm, I'm at my big appointment. There, we have an empty Anderson in Greeley. It's yeah. an amazing cancer center. We're oh, so wow. fortunate to have that here. And the doctors are wonderful. So you have this big meeting. Mm-hmm. And so I've got my oncologist, my surgeon, my radiologist, and my geneticist. And they're all looking at me, right? And I said, they said, well, we'll do surgery like mid-August. And I said, that doesn't work for me at all. And they just kind of stared at me. And I said, I have a trip I need to be on at the end of August. Aww. And they're like, oh, are you going to Hawaii? And I said, model train convention. <laughs> <laughs> Four silent doctors. Like, it was hilarious. I just stunned them into silence. But you know what? They moved it up and made it work. So I went on a trip with stitches and tape Mm. and glue on me, and I didn't let cancer keep me from going. Mm -hmm. And they supported me and gave me the green light to go, and it was the best thing I did. That's so awesome. That's awesome. And it's model trains. It's model trains. Exactly. Of course I can't miss that. I wouldn't miss a train show. You have to wait a whole year to go. Yeah, Back and I got to, to I was right I was going to BNSF headquarters in Fort Worth. I was going on this trip, right? I was riding a train and <laughs> so. Michelle's saying cancer's not holding me back from my from my not. trains. Oh that's so great. So, well, yeah. Michelle, thanks for sharing your journey. I mean it was just we were talking off the air about how pinpoint accurate they were with uh, actually, if you want to just share that again for this transmitter they put oh, yeah. inside you. Yeah, so this was fascinating. So when they do a biopsy, they leave a tiny piece of titanium in there so that when you have a mammogram, they can watch that spot. So even if it wasn't cancer, but there was something there, they look at it really closely every time. But that little tiny piece of titanium, your body builds this little water bubble around it because it's keeping it away from yourselves as a foreign object in your body, mm-hmm. right? About the size of a grain of rice. And so when they put that radio transmitter in, they put it into that bubble with a needle. She was that good <sighs> over here at uh, Banner Imaging. She was so good, the doctor who did it. And I could see it on the screen. Of course, I'm watching this needle go <laughs> And it puts that radio transmitter right in there. And that's how they find the spot, right? So, so yeah. the transmitter must have been so small, too. It was just a little bit bigger than a grain of rice. It looked just like a capacitor. It was like putting a computer part hmm. in your body. Oh, gosh, that's so cool. Because <laughs> it's, it's a microelectronic. It, it emits a radar signal. So they put a microcomputer into my boob. <laughs> wow. Bionic woman. I mean, like, yeah, it was like, I felt kind of bionic. I kind of liked having that titanium. Yes. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so. Yes. One step closer to being a robot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like it. Well, yep. it's amazing that that is so accurate, yet a phlebotomist can't uh, hit my vein when I'm you know, drawing blood. <laughs> yeah, that's those are different. Sometimes those different t- levels. I know. Of yeah. So that experience. Yeah. You know, that's just your luck too. Yeah. Now is she? <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's that's fair. And I have small veins, so they always seem to you have. Mean you an can't issue. retract them and put them out like Dwight Schrute. Yeah. I can't. Darn. I mean, it's not a skill set I've been trying to hone in on either. Ah, I gotcha. Oh my gosh. Well, Michelle, we're so glad you're here with us and sharing and. Um, anyone come out to the Colorado Grit this weekend and, yeah. and help us I to hope fight a lot of people cancer. Come. I want, come enjoy my hockey game with me. I'm going to see a whole game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Unless you get kicked out for being too rowdy. Yeah. If Nick, don't get me kicked out. Uh, okay. We'll be rowdy together. <laughs> if you want to follow me around, you can help me throw swag into the yeah, audience and totally. be a celebrity. Now, the puck drop is not as intimidating as you might think. It's not like you see on an NHL game that's actually on right now, um, where it's really fast. They drop it to the ice. It's more of a the players come up and skate and smile and you smile and get a picture taken and then drop and it. And then I just drop it. Yeah. And they don't even fight for it. But you do get to keep the game puck. I do? Well, that's not the puck they play the game with. Oh, but you but do get you, to keep one at the, oh, that puck. Oh, that's awesome. I'll add that to my office, all my crazy curiosities. You should come uh, yes. to my – if you're ever any – any listeners to this, if you come to, to the Colorado Model Railroad Museum, ask me to see my curiosities in my office. 
I have crazy things, like the Monster Day Monsters. Mm. Oh, love. All sorts of things. <laughs> you know, by the time you retire or leave, you're going to have dozens of those Monster Day Monsters collected. Oh, I know. Collected. Huh? My office is going to be its own little museum. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of weirdness. You'll be like, <laughs> so. uh, you'll, you know... Fifty years from now, this this you know kids gonna be just staring in this office and wonder, and and this will be this little old lady, you know, yeah, with my them. zombie, yep. and my- <laughs> it'll be a <laughs> you know, little baby. I heard yeah. about this, and it'll, it'll be it'll be you, Michelle. Like fifty years from uh-huh. now, this yeah. kid won't even know that he talked to a legend of downtown Greeley. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to think of a. A movie or something where it make I am yeah. legend. <laughs> yes, that'd be perfect. It's exactly the same. Well, so. speaking of the Colorado Model Railroad Museum, Michelle, you brought in these challenge coins. I did. And if you're unfamiliar with challenge coins, first I'm going to be as so bold to say, did the 501st inspire this idea for you? It did, and uh, all of our military. Um, volunteers because mm. you know the military uses challenge coins and then the star wars community is i think the second largest user of challenge coins but now the railroads do it too oh and so for us it totally made sense because all of those things are us right mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um we worked actually with the star wars group though with scott and he helped us and the man who designed this is the man who designed our logo his name's Corey gray mm. and when you hold our challenge coin up to the light, it has stained glass in it's it. It's beautiful. And it's so pretty. So the purpose of our challenge coin is really to encourage um, our members around the world. We're, we're actually internationally known. I know we're in Greeley here, but we have members around the world. And we wanted something we could mail to them easily and would really be meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so our silver coin is our membership coin. So if you buy a membership at $100 or more, you get that coin. And then we have the white one that's for our gift shop. And then the gold one is a special gift from me. Hmm. And oh, so there's wow. only a hundred of those. Wow. That's and awesome. So, Do you already have your list of a hundred that you're oh, giving I'm them sure out to? Oh, I'm sure I'm going to need 200 <laughs> of them. It might end up being a list of 200 of them. So we're going to actually launch this right before Thanksgiving with a big members event and launch the silver one. And then our hmm. fundraiser is a week after Thanksgiving and we'll launch the gold one. So, Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm just so excited to actually do challenge coins. I think they're neat and I think we'll continue to make them. And I just think it's a fun addition to a souvenir collectible kind of thing. You can you – know, the challenge coins, if you don't know the, the significance of the history, um, each branch would have their own challenge coins. And if you were ever in a bar and somebody you know challenged you, you have to pull your coin out and put it on the table. If you didn't have your coin, you'd have to buy a round of drinks. Oh, uh-huh. wow. That's the military version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then it kind of went into first responders. And now it's something that – like with the railroads, it's something you share with someone who did something nice for you. Mm-hmm. Or uh, was I, I get them with the UP STEAM program. They, I had some with me to give to kids I saw doing safe things, like safely viewing the train. I could walk up and say, hey, I noticed that you're being safe. Aww. Here's a coin for you. Because mm. theirs were safety themed. And so there's a lot of things you can do with these. I have. I don't have very many. I'm part of the 501st the costuming, you know, international Star Wars nerd <laughs> world <laughs> that Scott Magerflesh and I, you know, he's on the, he's Darth Monger on the Nerd Show. Um He's got an incredible collection. I don't have very many challenge coins, but I do have one that's really special. It's from Skywalker Ranch oh, in California. Yeah. See, and, that would be cool. But they come out with a different one every year. So it's, I mean, you get a collection of them. And these yeah. are gorgeous. You hold them up to your light, uh, to the light, and yeah. you see the, the different really, colors. And it's so, just so they popping. have a locomotive in the center. And when you flip it around, the back of the locomotive fits in the same silhouette. 
And Corey was such a good artist that he made that happen. This is based on a on a Coombers and Toltec locomotive, which would be a Denver and Rio Grande, which is a Colorado railroad. Mm. So this would be a Colorado locomotive, the 484. Oh, you can ride so behind cool. it today. Wow. Is that the one that comes through the big? No, that's no, not the big No, boy. this one you have to go down and ride on the Coombers and Toltecs. So. Uh. That's so cool. <laughs> and there's we've got our pine trees. Uh-huh. So we uh, have our mountains, our mountains and some sky, a sunset. And yeah. And I like it's the tagline, respecting our past, building our future. Yep. Mm, that's great. Oh, these are so wonderful. And we have the Colorado flag, which is the headlight, and the, and it's also the, the lamplight on the back of the locomotive. Oh, be there. So, this is so well-crafted. So, Just Yeah, beautiful. Corey's amazing. And we you, can thank Scott for making this happen. Uh, we do <laughs> thank Scott for more, so many things. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here with Alyssa Sanchez. Michelle Kampama, Micah is behind the glass. Woo. We've had a we've had a <laughs> show. Yeah. So good to have you on, Michelle. It's so fun to be here. I love being on your show. Thank you. I'm excited for <laughs> we're gonna have to do a post uh, a post hockey game follow up with you yes, and what your and experience, see how my hockey experience was. What yeah. you think of the end of a hockey game. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll get a, hopefully get a couple wins this weekend. Yeah, I hope so. But oh, it's awesome! It's so. Oh, anyway, we're going to talk hockey. Um, we can always talk hockey. <laughs> I could always talk hockey. That's true. I, you know, well, yes. Uh, anyway, no, I'll digress to the solar eclipse we have coming up this weekend. Yes. So lots of fun stuff happening in astrology this week. So this marks the start of eclipse season. So. Every six months, there is an eclipse season. Eclipses come in twos and sometimes threes. Usually it's just twos. But it's interesting. Eclipses happen in separate signs, usually opposite signs. But this time they happen in signs that are ruled by the same planet, which is ruled by Venus. So we start eclipse season on Wednesday, which is when this airs, with um, Mars moving into Scorpio, which is a great sign for it to be in. It makes... Mars rules like conflict and conflict resolution and this Scorpio is war. yes god of war Scorpio is one of its ruling signs so it's we're going to be very decisive mm-hmm. kind of going to know how we feel what we want and how to talk about it which is great going into a new moon solar eclipse so the new moon is all about calling new things to you like what you want to bring into your life in this next chapter uh, eclipses are great because they mark like half the year so it's mm. kind of fun to see where you what you want to bring into the the new second half of the year and this new moon eclipse is in libra which is a sign all about balance so this is a time to kind of reweigh your scales and see what you want to bring into your life don't focus too much on what you want to leave because that's what the next eclipse in two weeks will focus mm. more on that then but it's going to be really cool it's a uh, it's really neat when these solar eclipses happen and especially when they're ruled by the same sign venus yeah. is all about love and pleasure and 
art and just like everything that makes you happy and you love. And so it's cool to see what you want to call into your life. That's well, I'm a pleasurable. Scorpio. Oh, wow. Oh, so Mars and Scorpio so... is going to be really cool for you. <laughs> yeah, this would be cool. I'll have to really pay attention to this. Yes. If you, <laughs> if you ever look at your birth chart and you see there's like so many different placements you can have, but really looking at where Libra falls in your chart for the eclipse will kind of show you what area of your life if you're wanting to know kind of what to think about what area of your life to think about so like i'm a libra rising so that's all like aesthetics and like the very much like the visual world so for me it's gonna be like like it makes sense i just got a new couch so i'm like gonna kind of redo my living room like it can it doesn't have to be big stuff it can be putting this into like nice terms of normal life yes that's how i like to think of astrology because otherwise it's it's kind of (laughs) crazy We've talked on the show, too. I like Alyssa's version of astrology. And instead of waking up in the morning and reading what you should be paying attention to, I'm going to find the love of my life in the mm-hmm. toilet uh-huh. paper aisle at the grocery store. Right. Yeah. It's more, oh, this is, this is you know, happening, something to be aware of, to maybe be a little more present. Yes. Um, I, I was laughing. I was scrolling through some, I don't know what they call those, just Reels? Yeah, reels. And one was a text from, you know, a kid to his dad says, uh, hey, dad, um, can you tell me when, uh, whatever, exactly what time when, I, yep, was I was born and born. where? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and he says, you leave her right now, son. And, That's so uh, true. I just, uh, it just so my, I had a southern grandmother in mm-hmm. the mountains of North Carolina, kind of a hillbilly grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she lived her life by the signs of the moon. Oh, and I she love planted that. and harvested and everything she did, but she didn't use the zodiac symbols and things, mm-hmm. but it was truly the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, it's, yeah. We really see that with eclipses. I was doing a lot more research on kind of what that means and kind of the origins of it. And it all does kind of stem back to people that use the moon and the sun like in that really more basic way and eclipses are all about light and darkness it either blocks our light in the daytime or our light at night so a lot of people think of it as as that if if you're a libra sun this eclipse will be crazy because it's a solar eclipse in libra but i gotta figure out what i am in those things i know it's it's fun (laughs) all i know right now is i'm an aries that's I don't know my rising I, or my yeah. setting. Or rising. I don't know any of those things. Moon. I'm just a Scorpio. That's all I've ever known. We've, we've got to do a deep dive into your charts because there's moon <laughs> rising and there's your Venus, your Mars. There's there's all kinds of stuff. you can, And then there's the houses. So I've recently like got into Gryffindor the... Gryffindor and Slytherin type of thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your fir- your, like your first house, your 12th house. The houses are based on your rising sign. Oh. So it starts there. So well, this is my first house. It's like House of the Dragon? So <laughs> people always say they hate Scorpios, but why do they hate Scorpios? She, you, she's such a pleasant person, Michelle. It's actually, this is something I face with astrology a lot. The way you present is a lot more your rising sign. So I'm, I'm a Taurus as well. Uh, and your sun sign is just like the basic fundamentals of who you are. It's the building blocks. But like all the stuff you fluff it up with when you're around other people is your rising sign. So I'm a Libra rising, so I'm chatty and I'm social okay. and I'm fun. Hmm. I've always I w- heard Scorpios are just like strong personalities. Yes. 
And Scorpios have really intense eyes. So I noticed that you have like very <laughs> piercing eyes. That's like the Scorpio trait is Scorpio eyes. Really? I didn't yes. know that one. Yes. You can always spot a Scorpio. I'm the only person in my family other than my great grandmother to have these eyes. So I really? bet she was a Scorpio. Yes. I'll have to look that up. I would wow. believe that. I'm going to look that up. This yes. is a new form of like genealogy of, <laughs> yeah, okay, good. We know where they eyes. were born. But what? What was their their sign? I just recently met someone who their family completed an entire zodiac wheel before anybody was born a, like a repeat of a sign. Hmm. So nobody wow. was the same sign until yeah until they had all the signs. It, it's crazy. I don't know how that even happens. But it's like a bingo card type <laughs> yeah. action. Thing. I know it's <laughs> super cool. It's a lot of personalities. <laughs> Speaking of signs, this is, ties into my world as a financial advisor. Yes. Something I, you know, we hear about bull markets and bear markets. Yeah. Do you know why they're called bull or bear? No. Why? So they mimic how each of those animals attacks. In a bull market, stocks values are rising and bulls attack, you know, with their horns rearing upwards. Yeah, they throw you up in the air. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bears, bear, it's plural for bear, um, (laughs) bear swipe down with their paws. So a bear market when stocks are going down. Yeah, because oh. they want to crush you to the ground and yeah. be on top of you. So that's the <laughs> that's why it's called a and your finances. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> that's why they're called a bull market and a bear market. That's interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, hmm. I was uh, one of those things. I was I'm getting ready for a presentation, and they had that in there. I said, I hmm, this would be. V- Incredible knowledge to be able to pass on to folks. And now we know. And now, now the know. people of the radio know, yes. too. Yes. Bull markets are good. You sit thrown around up over top. Bear markets are bad. Oh, darn it. But I'm glad you know that. You know, I took that class in college and I was just like, I'm so <laughs> over this. I'm just going to hire someone for the rest of my life to do this. Yep. And Nick is my financial <laughs> So it worked out. <laughs> so. It's a phenomenal world. It's, you know, just like how we were, people don't talk about I don't know, the things that are ailing them. And maybe there's some, I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but you don't want to you know, tell people you have cancer because you don't want them to feel sorry for you or anything right. rather than yeah. open up. And people are that way I think, with their finances mm-hmm. as well. And Finance is another thing that really honestly needs to be better understood and better talked about yeah. in our world and better taught in school, Something, for sure. I was chatting with somebody today and, you know, it, with, oh, if we got, we're going to get wrapped up, but people just want told what to do with their finances because they kind of weren't guided to or, or we don't told. have the info we or don't understand they were told, it no you can't spend your money here so mm-hmm. now i was like well i'm gonna go spend all my money but mm-hmm. people kind of want the, just a a c like a just a cfo of your life just to help guide you and yeah, tell you but what you should be doing yeah. sometimes you got to be that for yourself <laughs> oh, yeah well because yeah, we true. as financial advisors cannot tell you what to do yes and advise we can never tell you what yes. to do I advise you to give your money to me. <laughs> I, that was That's Mike. why Mike is not a financial advisor. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, thank you so much for thank being on. We have the Grit yes. Friday at 7.15, Saturday 3.45, Colorado Model Railroad Museum. Go downtown, even if you've already been there. Get these challenge coins once they're available for market. This has been Nick's Snacks. And that's our cutoff. <laughs>